2: That's an interesting view. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Monday, November 6th. I am Josh Engelman, here to break down. Oh, I might have said 13 in the tweet. Is it a 12-game slate, or do I not have enough games on my list? I think it's actually 13. I really do. It is. No, it's 12. It's 12. It's 12. 12 12-game slate. I'm breaking down a 12-game slate. That'll work. What's up, everybody? Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. I could have swore I counted 13, but whatever. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm amending my tweet. Bang. Done. Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. It was beautiful here this weekend. Gorgeous weather. Spent some time outside. Did not get what I needed to get out of Liverpool, though, yesterday. Boy, oh, boy, was that... uh... That, that was a bit problematic. I didn't enjoy that in any way. But we're here now to talk basketball. We're not here tomorrow to talk about basketball, that's for sure. We are off tomorrow. There is no basketball tomorrow. None. Zilch. Nada. We are full stop off. So uh, sleep in tomorrow, folks. We can go real hard for this 12-gamer because we are not going to be here. No NBA games on the slate for tomorrow. Oh, so what's good, everybody? To the 50 people that are here, thank you. I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Pointed to the wrong side. NBA Treat, one big word, $4.99 for the lineup generator. Link in the description. I'm telling you guys, this is the tool you're looking for. This is the best thing for the large majority of people. Not a lot of people want to spend $200 a month on Sims, although you absolutely should. A tool is hundred percent worth it however if you want to get like get your foot in the door our lineup generator is the way to do it you get us generating thousands and thousands and thousands of lineups we drop all the ones that stink we present the rest to you click like or click like click save if you want to keep it click discard if you don't another one just pops right up it's that simple chalky balance contrarian lock players swap players whatever you want to do there folks the lineup generator is the tool you're looking for. Very great on mobile too, so if you're looking to do some lineup builds on your phone, that's going to help you out. So, links are in the description. NBA Treat is the promo code 499 for your first week. Man, yeah, this is going to be uh this is going to be a long one. We're probably going to do about 2 hours if I had to guess. And uh at this point, we should probably just get it started. What do you say, folks? And I say that because I desperately want some of this that would be coffee so if you've got a coffee, i would like you to join me you've got tea or water or a beer smoking jays or just eating breakfast whatever you need for today let's do it everybody rise and grind that's what we do around these parts cheers guys let's get it started that'll work That'll work. Tastes pretty good today. Mm, mm, mm. Yum yum yum. I love coffee. Ooh, I gotta take my uh take my pills. Um. Oh. That's two. Let's take the other two. Um. Oh. Mm. That's what we're talking about. All righty then. Let's get into it, because we have a lot to get to. So let's change up the view a little bit. Bada bing, bada boom. All righty. The Golden State Warriors, not a team we typically talk about. (laughs) Thanks, Kobe. Uh, not Not the team we typically talk about to start off. A process show. Uh, It's normal, but they are on the road. Six and a half point favorites in Detroit. And it's a 227 total. So that is why we're starting off with Golden State. They are the first road team. That's how we do this. I'm just pulling up my minutes table so that I can get that on the screen in a place where you guys don't need to see it, but I do. There we go. Perfect. Starting to get a couple more games in this season. All right. So Golden State, probably not a ton to change here. Uh, Let me pull up that 630 injury report. We did just get another official relisting. So there we go. That's in now. Uh, Golden State and Detroit, both on back-to-backs. Is that what I'm understanding? 11-5. Yep. Okay. So not going to be super simple to talk about this one. Clay sat the back to back from the 29th to the 30th. That did happen. Uh only played 32 minutes last night. I'm going to just assume that everybody that's normally in is in for this matchup. And then for my rates perspective, I don't really have anything to change for this morning. So I'm going to stick with 33 to Clay. I'm going to st- Stick with 27 to Chris Paul. Um, I'm going to stick with 28 to Draymond. Actually, we could probably get up to 30 now on Draymond. Looney has seen his minutes drop pretty considerably over the past two games. Is that foul trouble related? Um... Hold on a tick. Golden State Warriors. Played the Cavs yesterday. That game just not listed on <laughs> uh on Popcorn Machine right now. There we go. Hmm. Okay, so a little bit of foul trouble for Looney. Against OKC. Let's see if I can hunt down the right framing for Golden State Cleveland. Got it. All right. Looney. No fouls. No fouls. No fouls. Didn't close. All right. So they're running that a little bit different now, too. So let's get Looney down to 22. That lets us get Draymond to 30. And then the rest of this should probably spell itself out. Uh, I got Clay for 32, Steph for 33, Chris Paul for 27, Wiggins for 27, I guess. 18 for Kaminga. What are you talking like? 18 for Dario Saric. Then Gary Payton probably looking at about 20, 18, something like that. I'm gonna go 20. That leaves us 13 minutes for Moses Moody, I guess. Nine man rotation. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they have been going ten. Wait, who's that tenth person? How do I have nine? Who am I, Who did I not give minutes to? Oh, that makes sense. Put the Gary Payton minutes on the Draymond line. was wondering why that wasn't adding up the right way for the right amount of people. That makes sense now. All right, so that's Golden State. Let's go to Detroit. Again, they don't have an uh, injury report either since they are also on the back-to-back. But let's go ahead and... Pull up their game flow from yesterday. 14-point loss to the Phoenix Suns. Um, for Detroit, there's no Alec Burks, no Jaden Ivy yesterday. Um, looks like we can project these guys pretty straight. So I'm going to yank everybody quickly. <laughs> Phrasing. 35 for Cade. And then we're going to go, oh man, Killian Hayes played 34 minutes. Uh, That's with no Burks. I get it. No Burks, no Ivy. Uh, How hurt is Burks? Because he's missed three straight. Doubtful, remained out. I'm going to leave him out again. Yeah. Ivy in. I'm gonna say Ivy in Burks out. I think that's a little bit easier, which unfortunately means heavy minutes to Killian Hayes. I'm gonna go 32 to Hayes. Uh he's gonna end up popping and it's gonna be awful. It really is. All right, let's get Asar Thompson in for his 30. Let's get Jalen Duran in for his 30. Let's get B stew in. For his thirty-three. Uh Bagley. What fourteen minutes? I mean, it does really come together pretty easily for this Detroit rotation, and especially now that like Sasser's gonna be a little bit more involved. You know, if Burks continues to be out, I think we're going to get like 20 minutes out of Sasser every night. So that helps to make this a little easier. We got what? Joe Harris. I got to hit Jaden Ivy. Go 20 to Ivy. Joe Harris seems pretty consistently around like 14. We go 16 since the injuries. All right. So who's the 10th guy then? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. All right, so technically, they only went to 8 yesterday. Uh, When Ivy played, they went 9. So that's the 9 that I have here. Which means we can, in theory, bump a little bit. Actually, I'm going to assume that... I'm just going to throw 10 to uh, Stanley Amude. Amude? Amude? I don't know it. I don't watch enough Pistons. but it also isn't important. Let's evaluate game number one. All right, for the Pistons, look, $4,800 Killian Hayes, unfortunately, is something we need to pay at least a little bit of attention to. Uh, I got him at 0.79 fantasy points per minute for this game. He's been at 0.74 for the year. Um, Assist rates are down because of Cade. But that's already taken to a, into account for me. Hayes is fine at sub 5K. Probably your best piston. Certainly a, a nice ceiling to Jalen Duran. Um, but we're going to see a lot of that. Remember, 12 game slate, center's not going to be hard. Beef stew at 5,900 is finally like priced a little bit more where he should be. He's been bad, though. 0.72 fantasy points per minute so far this year.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary. VGW Not a lot to love here from Detroit. And then from the Golden State side, even less. I don't really see how you're playing anybody from the Warriors. If it is, it's probably $6,200 Draymond. But if I'm being honest, I don't think you play a soul from the Warriors. Not with any volume. Like, no guy you're putting into your lineup quickly on purpose. All right, I assume we're going to get a lot to like here. San Antonio Spurs, 8-point underdogs in Indiana, 238 total. This is the highest total on today's slate. This is going to be interesting. Mm. All right, so injury report. Uh, Spurs played yesterday, so they don't have one. Pacers have everybody normally available available now. Obviously, there are, there is some injury news for San Antonio. Uh, we're not going to have – I don't think we're going to have Devin Vassell for a bit, which sucks. Um, he got banged up – was that, Friday night, I think? Uh, hopefully, he can play. I don't think it's going to be super soon though. So let's figure out what this rotation is going to look like with no Devin Vassell. I'm going to pull up the box score from yesterday in popcorn machine. Uh, They took on Toronto game was relatively competitive. I mean, they blew a 22 point lead ended up losing the game went to OT. So we've got Malachi Branham. Stepping into the starting lineup. Played. Didn't play in overtime. That's oh, that's something. And didn't close the second quarter and fourth quarter. They closed both of those things and OT with Trey Jones. Which I think is very important to think about. For how this team is going to work. Can they close with Branham? Yes. But we need to treat Malachi Branham sort of like he's a bench player anyway. So he played 25 minutes. And I think that's about what you could expect here. I'm going to go to 26 since he can close. Meanwhile, Trey Jones is playing like your standard 20 minute bench roll, but also closing. He played 32 minutes, 27 in regulation. I think that we go to like 28 for Trey Jones. Let's take another sip of coffee. Okay. And then we'll have 20 minutes left over here. They brought Julian Champagney into the rotation So at the very least, we have to assume he's the first guy up. I got 28 minutes for Zach Collins. He played significantly more. He played real starter run. He played 30 minutes a game. Uh, So I'm going to bump Zach Collins up to 31, honestly. Bassie's minutes have become less important. Uh, So I'm going to go to 12 on Bassie. That'll let me kick five over to Wemby. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Wemby at thirty. I don't. He's not. I don't want to go too crazy there. Wembenyama was able to play thirty eight minutes yesterday. What did he end up finishing with? Oh, he was a minus sixteen. Not ideal. Six stocks though. That's a big day. That's a that's a big day. All right. So then we've got Sohan in for twenty eight basically spot on Keldon johnson's minutes probably going to rise a little bit with nova sell i got him in for 32 i think i need to make that 33 uh has got a bit of a bump in playing time i don't want to take that too high so we'll take him to 20 i've got chetty in for i'm gonna say 22 leaves me the 10 minutes that I can give to Julian Champagny. Now, there's probably a usage rate change for Vassell not being there, but nothing extreme. That's going to be something that I dig into a little bit later this afternoon. I don't want to waste time on, like, minuscule rate changes because we're going to have enough spots where we're going to take people out. On the Indiana side, like I said, everybody that is normally available for the Pacers is available for the Pacers which means this is going to be a very easy rotation to project. Um, 29 minutes for Miles Turner. Sure. 33 for Halliburton. I think we probably go up to 34 there. Um, and that dude is... his. I wonder if his assist rate went up even further. It was 50-something and he's played two games since then. And every time I look, he has more assists. 53% assist rate for Tyrese Halliburton this season, along with 26% usage and 65% true shooting. I'm going to say this and people aren't going to agree, but the Sacramento Kings fucked up. They should have kept Tyrese Halliburton and traded De'Aaron Fox for whatever you want to get other than DeMontis Sabonis. They are going to, they're going to be a fine team with Fox and Sabonis and they're going to go make their playoff runs and be a seed and whatever. But holy shit, Tyrese Halliburton is really good. Four straight years of 40% from three. He's incredibly efficient, handles the ball, and may just be the best assist dude in the league by like a lot. (laughs) So, Kings. Kings. I mean that's not as big of a mistake as like not drafting Luca, but you know, it's not ideal. John, I f- I do feel like you're saying that tongue in cheek. So I'm not gonna overreact to it because I think you're you're saying it the funny way. I wanna give Neesmith one more minute here. Uh uh, Matherin can chill there. 32 to Bruce Brown. Yeah. Go 31. Healed playing a little bit more lately. Okay. Matherin playing quite a bit less lately. Okay. I think we're good here. Maybe Toppin starts to play more at some point in time. Yeah, Sean, uh, Indiana would definitely do it. They're the ones that upgraded. I don't I don't disagree that like De'Aaron Fox is a good player, but he wasn't he's not even as good as Halliburton. De'Aaron Fox has never had a season as good as Tyrese Halliburton has. De'Aaron Fox shot 33% from three last year, 297 the year before, and 32 the year before that. I'm not a De'Aaron Fox guy. I don't see the appeal. No disagreement there, John. Uh, De'Aaron Fox has some flaws in the playoffs, just by a skosh. Well, that's Indiana. Now I've ruffled some feathers. That was fun. Uh, Let's look at the rest of this game. Two games in the first half hour. That's what makes this show take so long. That's what makes this show take so long. John, no disagreement. He was good. No disagreement at all that he was good. Miles Turner looks all right at 6,900. The My boy Tyrese Halliburton at 9,400 certainly stands out in this spot. I mean... Look, 1.58 fantasy points per minute for Halliburton this season. Holy hell. I mean, it's the assist rate. Look, like double double assists, dude. Yeah, m- maybe we could just not start Kevin Herter. And <laughs> maybe he's a 20 minute a game guy at best. I-, I don't think you make decisions based on Kevin Herter being in your backcourt. Also, by the way, great pickup by the Kings when they got uh, Herder. Okay. If we're talking Pacers for real, though, because of the pace of this game, because of the total of this game, Turner, Halliburton, Bruce Brown. Keep an eye on it. Yeah, Justin Sports. Yes, yes. Tyrese Halliburton is many, many moons. Or, okay, let me be more specific. Because Scotty Barnes has been great this year. Tyrese Halliburton. Had a $50 million of value season last year. He's a 10-win player. Yes. Uh, I mean, Scotty Barnes and Tyrese Halliburton are not in the same stratosphere heading into this season. I don't want to overreact to five games from Barnes so far this season, but I, I will absolutely acknowledge that he's been significantly better. Yes, I wonder why Tyrese Halliburton didn't carry them to 60 wins by himself. Yes, 10-win player. Just in case you're curious, uh, the numbers start at the bottom. You don't chop them off of the top. 63% shoe shooting, 24% usage, and a 46% assist rate last year. It was one of the best offensive seasons. He's exceptional. On the the deal that he's on, he's like basically untradeable. Spurs. $4,100 Malachi Brandom. That's the first thing that we've seen so far where it's just like, all right, assuming Malachi Branham is starting again for Devin Vassell, that's a really nice $4,100 value piece. And then Zach Collins, 6400 again, you Again, know, we're talking about a fantasy point per minute to like 1.05. They're the two guys you're looking for here. Great game for fantasy, for sure. All right, what else we got? Game three, Dallas and Orlando. I actually want to watch this one, but I watch Dallas quite a bit more. You don't judge things, but so the Kings get dumped in seven games. We're all going to talk about like Fox breaking his finger or whatever. That's not the way you evaluate this trade. The Sacramento Kings have no chance to win anything of value, guys. We We need to understand this. You cannot win with DeMontis Sabonis as your center. It is not possible. We, we got to stop crowning this team for doing absolutely nothing. The Sacramento Kings. They have nowhere to go. They have pot committed themselves to a, an outcome that will not work for them. Dallas Mavs. What do we got going on here? Uh, Mavs on the back-to-back. Beat Charlotte by six last night. Brandon, the Pacers got the younger asset on that trade. They're the ones Oh, my God, guys. If you don't understand the difference between trading for Tyrese Halliburton and trading for Damontae Sabonis, I don't. I can't even explain it any further to you guys.
0: It's shockingly different. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: The Kings made a win now move to never actually win anything of value. Brandon, they traded a one for they traded one for one and got the younger better player. Indiana should do that a million times out of a million. A team that was not set up to win immediately, Made a trade for a younger player that is also a better player. Yeah, John, I let that one slide. No, he's younger and better to everybody. It's not like this isn't an opinion question. This is where all of the data comes in. That's the reason that people watch this show. Halliburton's 23, I believe. I think he's 20. Yeah, he's 23, right? Yeah, he's 23. He's four years younger than Sabonis. All right. Anything interesting here for the Mavs or the Mavs? Just the Mavs, where we're not going to roster any of these guys in any situation. Like, it's, I expect the Kings to. You know, when Sabonis and Fox are healthy, I expect the Kings to be like a six seed-ish all the time. Like, it's a really good regular season core. DeMontis Sabonis is one of the worst defensive centers in basketball. You're going to have a very hard time winning in the playoffs when you're like the 24th ranked defense. And I say you're going to have a hard time because by all accounts... No one ever does that. Lakers would have been a tough series for Sacramento there. No. Okay. So here's the thing. And this is, here's the problem with stuff like this. Gotta love the advanced analytics crew to say he doesn't know NBA. It's not even about knowing the NBA. I have methods to quantify the talent level of NBA players in multiple ways and translate that to wins and dollars. You have this information in your head that nobody sees where you just say this is true and this is false. I could provide every bit of information for this and you have the ability to provide nothing. Do you see where the, the disconnect lies here? There's no, you can't, it's not just, you don't just conjure it up and we're like, oh, well, we should trust your head. That's not how this works. Yeah, it would be really easy to do for an hour. All of the data is on my side. If you're out there quantifying every single NBA player in your brain, please get the please get that data down. Halliburton will never make the playoffs ever. Well, congratulations PJ. You should never ever be in this conversation cuz that's one of the more ridiculous things I've ever seen anybody say. This 23-year-old guy will never ever make the playoffs. Enjoy, guys. If that's the way that we're going to have this conversation, enjoy. again scotty barnes was not great what are we doing here i don't use incorrect words to describe these people positive 0. 0.5 positive 0. 0.1 he was a six win player that's fucking league average no the 52 percent true shooting guy last year on toronto wasn't the guy we're looking for you can't you can't borrow from the future to explain what you want today if you think scotty barnes is going to be really good in 2027 that doesn't make him better last year it makes him the same guy he was last year which was an average nba player which is also a nice place to be when you're 21 years old but we got to stop explaining these guys like they're something that they're not you don't add in their projection for the future that's not how it works Dallas Mavericks, which I've been failing at. Luka, Kyrie, seems like everybody's in. We don't know the status on Maxi at this moment, assuming he is out. See, 10 hours ago we got an update. Day to day small right small toe dislocation. Ow. Steven, when Tyrese Halliburton is a free agent, if he even gets to that point, he will receive a max contract. Tippy top. Tippy tippy top. I think I'm mostly good here. Other than just having to... Like Hardaway for 28 seems fine. Grant Williams for 31 seems fine. 28 for Josh Green might be a tad high. If we take that down to 26, Eric Jones Jr.'s minutes have come down a little bit again. Yeah, I don't. I guess Seth, no Seth Curry. And then I pop in one other person. Do we get Jaden Hardy in? Hardy played 14 minutes the past three days. Call it 14 minutes. Don't think we're going to be liking much from Dallas here. Now we're at 7.05. I, I can, I'm very confident that everything that I just did did not get me likes for this show, but I don't care. <laughs> it's too much fun to argue about basketball. This is why I do this show. Uh, 192 people, 63 likes. Hit that thumbs up if you can, folks. Hit that thumbs up. All right, Orlando. Wendell Carter Jr. out. Fractured third metacarpal. Fultz questionable Gary Harris out. Okay, so we're going to assume Fultz is playing, but no Wendell Carter Jr. and no Gary Harris. Got a little bit potentially of value for Orlando. We shall see. Brandon, they signed Bruce Brown for a year. A year, because they had the money. You got to pay somebody. You got to pay somebody. Also, why wouldn't they sign Turner? Just out of curiosity? Indiana kept the. Like, why not? Like, you got to keep Turner. You got to have. You, you still got to have players. It's not like Miles Turner's 36. If Foltz is back, you guys have me so, I have me so distracted right now. (laughs) I love this shit so much. It's so much fun. It really, really is. I love it so much. I live for this shit. It's the most fun thing in the world. It truly is. All right. Last Orlando box score was on. When did they last play? 11-4. All right. They beat the Lakers by 19. I clicked the wrong link, which is annoying. So we got... 26 minutes out of Goga didn't close because of the blowout was out there to close. I think we have to assume the Goga Batadze is playing at least 26 minutes tonight. Sean, that's, this is the simplest answer in the world. Miles Turner is not a good pairing for Sabonis because Sabonis can't guard anybody. Who does he guard on the opposite side then? For like, either in that situation, we're saying that Miles Tarn- Turner is supposed to guard fours or Sabonis is supposed to guard fours. Well, Sabonis can't guard fours or fives. So where are you putting Sabonis defensively if Miles Turner is your rim protection? That's why it didn't work. You can get away with the two big lineups if it's Mobley plus Allen. Like, y- the other person can't be a total zero defensively or else you lose that defensive matchup that you can try to save. 26 minutes of Goga. I'm really excited to see what they have their price, what is price set at we shall see uh the rest of this should probably fill itself out pretty easily bancaro in for 34 we're gonna get franz in for 34 i don't know who i think uh, i guess we're gonna get Jalen suggs then starting and playing what 27 28 minutes You're uh, totally right. You don't have to watch games anymore. (laughs) But you should. You should do both of these things. And to just throw away the analytics is insane. That's the base of all of this. The eye test can't watch everything. Yeah, the the problem in that two-man combination was always Sabonis' lack of defensive ability. Yeah, and like in the regular season, I would expect those two guys to be fine too. Obviously, very different questions if we're talking regular season or postseason. There it is, John. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anthony Black. If Fultz is in, Black is not going to start. But at the very least, he'll play. Get him 15 minutes. Let's get Cole Anthony, 23. Bo Wagner back up center playing like 19. I think that makes some sense. You could get away with Bankero at the five. And then what, Joe Ingles, I guess, is gonna get a bit of a minutes bump here. Is he gonna get up to like 22? 2018, something like that? Who's the final guy for this rotation then? Oh, John Isaac. Duh. Obvious. Uh assuming Fultz is back. I actually don't have major rate changes to make here because it's not like Goga steps in as like a 26% usage dude. So After 20 minutes of this, the Dallas-Orlando game analysis. Uh, Yeah, Goga 4,700. Looks fantastic. Do I think that he continues to play at the 1.56 fantasy point per minute pace that he's had so far? No, obviously. But 1.06 fantasy points per minute. If you think Goga's playing 26 minutes, he's a fantastic play at 4,700. I would imagine he'll be the best point-per-dollar center you can get to. I actually like Fultz if he's in at 5,300. But there's just no way to know right now. Uh, Left knee swelling, too, is a little bit problematic. No, Larry, I'm on game three. For Dallas, uh, 12K Luka is going to end up looking pretty good by the end of this day. We'll see where the other payoff options are, but... The fact that he's not 13K, there's going to be enough value where Luka can be got to. He's just not as interesting if Kyrie is in. And then you're not playing anything from Dallas. Like usual. Washington Wizards, 12-point dogs in Philadelphia, 228 total. Injury report-wise here, Q-tag on Denny, Q-tag on Gafford, Q-tag on Kispert. No injury news for Philadelphia. So I I guess we have to assume that everybody that can normally play for Washington is playing. I have Denny in already. I do not have Corey Kispert in, but I do have Gafford in. So let's get Kispert back in. Kispert missed the game on the third. Haven't played since then. So I'm going to say... Going to take Johnny Davis's minutes away. Jamit stays. Mascala stays. Kulabali minutes are tricky. Denny are also tricky. Right now, I only have 19 for Kispert, and that is probably about right I'm going to take two more from Shamit since he doesn't matter. Not that Kispert's going to matter either. We got to remember Corey Kispert, a very bad per minute dude. Point six, probably the worst per minute guy on the team. We go to Philly. The Philly side of this one probably doesn't need a lot of movement. Uh... So, do we know the status on Batum yet? Did he shit or get off the pot? Nick Batum expected to make his Sixers debut today. Good deal, Israel. That is not at all what I just said. Not at all what I said. All right. Um let's take the minutes out for Springer, for Bev, for all of these back oaks. Thirty-four for Embiid, clearly. Thirty-seven for Maxi, I guess. God, I like Maxi. Uh, thirty-five for Tobias Harris. Sure. Thirty-two for Ubre. Should maybe thirty-one, maybe. That's probably thirty-two. Thirty-one for Melton. Ooh, now that one can come down. Twenty-eight for Melton. All right. So then we think about backup point guard run. And I think we go to 18 minutes or something like that for Patrick Beverly. 16 minutes for Patrick Beverly. Somewhere in that neighborhood. We give Paul Reed the backup center run. That, That piece is easy. It's figuring out who we think the final three guys are. If Nick Batum is active, he is playing. I am very confident there. He's not showing up to just sit on the end of the bench. I don't think he wants to be there. So he probably took some assurances that he would get some playing time. If Nick Batum is coming to the game, I expect him to be in the rotation. I don't think – I also don't think it matters. Like, they've unleashed Furkan Korkmaz. Covington finally got some availability here. So, maybe it's not. Maybe it's Covington for 18 minutes but then it's just like a random sea of these dudes do they keep playing cork boss it doesn't seem like they would but it is every other bit of this team that has hated cork moss so there's 11 minutes left over that can go to daniel house kenyon martin Jaden springer and it really just straight doesn't matter Rates all stay the same. All right, so you would think Philly looks good, and they do. 11-2 for Joel Embiid looks fantastic. He's going to look really good. Look, 1.74 fantasy points per minute for Embiid this season. He's great. Kelly Oubre, shooting guard, small forward, 6K. He's a fantasy point per minute guy. Yes, we should want Kelly Oubre today, assuming he's still starting. Tyrese Maxey at 8,300, I think is worth an eighty three hundred dollar price tag we got to remember they're playing washington here Embiid, oobre maxi i think all stand out and i would like to have quite a bit of the philadelphia 76ers and for the wizards uh i probably have koulibaly a little over projected but i'll deal with that later um Look, 4,900 for Gafford. He's been bad. 0.87 fantasy points per minute for a center is pretty atrocious. Uh, Kuzma, 7,600. Like, his per minute rates are there. But this one might be a bit of a problem. I I like this spot for Kuzma a little bit. But I think you just want to get to the Philly side. I really do. All right, we'll keep it moving. Milwaukee Bucks. Five and a half point favorites in Brooklyn, 231 total. What do we know for Milwaukee for today? Uh, Everybody that's normally out is out. And then for Brooklyn, no Nick Claxton, no Cam Johnson, no Keon Johnson, and Lonnie Walker is probable. Um... So as we look at Milwaukee, probably not a ton to change here. Not a team that, like, really has a lot of movement. I'm going to, like, in terms of rotational movement, I'm going to go to 35 on Dame. Brooke Lopez in for 29, I guess. 33 for Giannis feels fine. 30 for Malik Beasley feels Fine-ish. I mean, we just really don't want this team in fantasy is the easier way to describe it. They don't have anything. You're either playing Dame, or you're playing Giannis or maybe Brook Lopez shows up from time to time, put on a 12-gamer. You're not playing anybody else, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time digging into it. Brooklyn, on the other hand, different. Brooklyn's a little different. And regarding Jordan Poole, like, he deserved the contract that he got at the time. I mean, he had, like, a really legitimately good season before he signed that. It's just gone to absolute shit since then. But, I mean, he was... He played 30 minutes a game for Golden State, had... A chunk of usage and was well above average in efficiency and assist rate. You you, you give those contracts to twenty three year old guards to do that shit. It's just from the moment he inked that bad boy, it went south. <laughs> it went real south. All right, this Brooklyn team has been a roller coaster. So. I guess we're just, it's the same rotation we've been getting when Claxton and Johnson have been out. So this actually isn't going to be too bad. Uh, We get Dinwiddie in, I'm going to say 32. I'm going to delete a bunch of these backup clowns. 33 for Cam Thomas. Yeah. 32 for Ben Simmons. Yeah. 31 for DFS. You could tell me that should be 32. 32. 30 for Royce. That can be 32 for sure. 35 for Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, pool is very much not fine PJ, but you're you seem to be on one today. Um Pool couldn't be less fine. It's really, 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 really bad. Uh, I did not see the Saric rotation yesterday. I didn't watch any basketball Saturday or Sunday. All I did was just chill. I watched so much during the week that uh, I kind of run away from it on the weekends. Just these final 12 minutes. Is that De'Aaron Sharp? It is De'Aaron Sharp. All right. Let's look at this one. Yeah, I, I just got done saying I think the pool should have signed that contract. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to like miss his mortgage payment or anything. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just evaluating his basketball skill. Yeah, I, I think he's going to. He doesn't seem to care. Brooklyn end of this one look Cam Thomas 7100 did that price come down a bit or am I just misremembering Friday um what has his price been lately okay so we have 72 so he came down 100. For some reason, I felt like he was a little bit higher than that. But it looks like an okay per dollar play. Look, he's been 1.15 fantasy points per minute. That's not horrid. Royce O'Neal's all right as an option. I I don't mind getting to some of these Brooklyn pieces. You know, because 231 total's fine. They're at home, so it should be relatively more competitive. And they're going to play big minutes to, you know, five of these dudes. So it's not crazy to get Ben Simmons, who's just point guard eligible now, so dumb. Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, Mikel Bridges, Royce O'Neill, even Dinwiddie to a degree, or Dorian Finney Smith. It, it's not crazy when those guys pop up in a lineup because the minutes are firm. But uh, n- nobody here is going to look fantastic. And then on the Milwaukee end, Brooke Lopez, AIM, Giannis, all fine. Giannis onto Dacumbo, guys, 1.32 fantasy points per minute. I wanna show you guys something here. Ignore the specifics. Uh, So this column that I have highlighted right now is the DraftKings points these guys score on a per possession basis. The the per minute calculation is out here, but in theory, it's the same. You can see there's four dudes that separate from the pack. Jokic, Giannis, Luka, and Embiid are all 0.76 or higher. After that, AD is the next closest guy at 0.67. Now, this is the baseline of my model, but it's crazy to think that there's a line drawn here. I'm very curious. It's it's only going to take another week or two for Giannis to fall behind Luca and Joel Embiid in terms of true talent per minute. But think about it. It's 1.38 fantasy points per minute for AD as a baseline. 1.58 gets you to Embiid. Giannis, so far... 1.32, and I don't think it's going to be like a massive change. He's going to tumble a little bit here out of this range. Those guys are still at 1.7, 1.7, 1.7. Luka Doncic and Joel Embiid are going to pass Giannis. I'm curious to see how far he falls. It's going to be really interesting. That said, uh, if you want to go to Dame today at 9,200 or Giannis at 106, I do not begrudge you that, but they won't be popular.
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Chad, probably not. The Bulls don't tend to do that. They should. They should. I mean, trading DeMar is an, if they don't trade DeMar, I think they're making, like, the. they should fire the entire front office. Full stop. If you don't trade DeMar DeRozan at the deadline, you should fire the entire front office. Los Angeles Lakers are one-point dogs in Miami, 222 total. Lakers have no Rui, no Jalen hood Shafino, no Jared Vanderbilt, no Gabe Vincent. Jackson Hayes is questionable. Yeah, Sean, the more I th- I've thought about that one, I'm not entirely sure that one's going to shake out that way. Unless it's unless they can basically do it for free. I don't think they'd give anything up for it. I'd be shocked if they trade Vooch. They, they could have got out of the Vooch business if they wanted to. They tro- chose to bring him back on a deal that didn't make a ton of sense. Am I remembering that deal correctly? Now now that I said it out loud, it's either he got a great deal or it's a shit deal. I can't remember. Okay, it's he's on a proper contract. For some reason I felt like he signed something outlandishly dumb. That must be somebody else in my brain. 20 million a year for Vooch is reasonable enough. It's not what I would want to do, but it's not craziness. Anyway, back to the Lakers. Back to the Lakers. Um. Alright, I guess we're leaving Hayes in. I get we don't really have many Lakers changes to make. These guys have all already been out. Now, John, I didn't hate that Jeremy Grant contract either. So Alright, we're gonna I'm gonna go twenty eight to Torian Prince, I guess. Thirty-five to D'Angelo Russell makes sense. A D keeps playing too many minutes. Oh, Israel, you bite your tongue. Look, I'm probably one of the biggest Sabonis haters in the world, but Sabonis is uh, significantly more talented than um, Vooch offensively. It's been multiple years since Vooch shot well from three. I don't really have too much to change for this Lakers team while the cam reddish is like becoming a guy for them that's something i expected 30 how do you project lebron's minutes what are we supposed to assume that this dude plays i guess he's playing miami today so you, you probably assume lebron is playing like real nba minutes i think that works now the Miami side of this one, I can't imagine what this stupid rotation is going to look like. I'm really tired of this Miami. T- cool. So they're listing everybody available now in the injury report. Thanks a lot, guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They have eleven guys listed on their stupid, stupid injury report. Bam, available. Thomas Bryant available. Butler probable. R.J. Hampton questionable. Forgot he. I didn't know he was on the team. Haywood Highsmith available. Jaime Jaquez, available. Kevin Love, available. Kayla Martin, out. Duncan Robinson, probable. Orlando Robinson, available. Drew Smith, available. Is Miami listing everybody as available so that, like, they can sneak people in as out and people won't notice? Insanity. All right, so for Miami, I'm going to reproject this entire rotation because I I don't – feel like I've looked at them now. It's so Kevin Love's just out of the rotation, I guess. That that's just they made that decision. That didn't take long. Kevin Love went from "Oh my god, we got to play this guy in the playoffs" to "Oh my god, we can't play this guy." That happened. 33 minutes for Bam. 15 for Thomas Bryant. Actually, I forgot this was the Lakers. 34 minutes to Bam. 14 for Thomas Bryant. Kyle Lowry uh, playing about 28 minutes a night. I'm going to look this one up again just to check it out. Just in case you're not sure of it, folks. Kyle Lowry's usage rate this season, nine and a half. Miami stinks, and people need to get with it right now. This team isn't good. I feel really bad for Bam at this point. Because I don't know what their path is to getting better. That I mean, they they need, they really needed Dame. (laughs) Because I think this team is in real big trouble. All right, so we're getting like 22 minutes out of Haywood Highsmith. Getting like 20-something out of Duncan Robinson. Who's? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, so they're running a nine-man rotation. We're going to get Duncan Robinson in for 20. I'm going to bump that up in a second. We're going to get Josh Richardson in for like 26. We got to get Hero in for his 36, I guess. That's eight. I have one guy missing from the rotation. That's Jaime Haquez Jaquez is playing about 20 minutes a night. So that left me seven. That allows me to bump Duncan Robinson up to 24. Uh, and then I'm just going to hide three minutes on. It doesn't really matter who. So Nikola Jovic, come on down. Rates can all stay the same. That's going to be Miami. So for the heat. Actually, a couple different little pieces work. By the way, uh, any numbers that are coming up in this Josh column are just archives of Friday. Uh, that, that, that's not, like, justifying anything right now. Hero looks pretty good for 8,100. Josh Richardson's fine at 4,500. You'd wish that he had more than... not a, No MPEs on this team to be found. Like, there's no way you're going to Butler at all. Like eighty four hundred for Bam? No, as weird as it sounds, like thirty nine hundred dollars. Okay, we're we're calling Duncan Robinson a power forward. That's what we're doing now, DraftKings power forward Duncan Robinson. Really, really, that's what you're gonna do? Unbelievable! The stupidity of this company. Unbelievable. If you're playing anybody here from Miami, it's. Probably Tyler Hero. It's Tyler Hero. It's Josh Richardson, and maybe it's Bam. Lakers. Uh, ninety nine hundred dollar AD. Sure, one point four nine fantasy points per minute on the season. I have them at one point three four. So that's a pessimistic, well, a pessimistic price tag. But like, and then the Lakers have only centers and guys with MPEs, obviously. So dumb, so dumb. Spoiler alert, Anthony Davis, Christian Wood, and Jackson Hayes can't all play and all be just centers. I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not, but that's not how that works. I don't really see much for the Lakers. Six thousand six hundred dollar Russell is available for you. Ninety six hundred dollar LeBron is available to you. Austin Reeves is a 0.8 fantasy point per minute guy that people don't probably think about. Not much there, and you rarely get, you rarely want to go up against Miami anyway. It was slow. Right, we're halfway done in an hour, so that makes some sense. We'll get we'll get done this in about ninety minutes or so. A little bit more than ninety minutes. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. 258 people. People that are just popping in and watching on delay are going to hear me bitch for a long time. It's going to be fun. We're over 100 likes, too. Love you guys. Thanks for the fun earlier today. All right, Clippers. Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. They are one and a half point favorites in New York, 225 total. Clippers have no Brandon Boston, no Terrence Mann so same rotation we've been getting but now we're integrating the new guys Um, uh, where are you hiding james boom All right, let's resort this uh, because we got to talk about James Harden, the system, the system. All right, well, let's cut that entire rotation, try to figure this shit out. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. So everybody's available. How many minutes do you think James Harden's playing tonight? 28? 30? I mean, he doesn't strike me as the guy that's gonna come in and play 24 minutes. That doesn't seem very Harden. I'll go 30. And then... What, 34 for Kawhi? 34 for PG. Dubats for, what, 26? Plumlee for, what, 19? Hmm. Russ, I guess, 30? I don't know what they're going to do with Russell Westbrook at this point. I really don't. I don't know what the plan is. I I assume he has to be ready to be sitting on the, or like coming off the bench and not playing a lot in, what, a week? Two weeks? How long could it possibly last? He's going to be on the, he's going to be coming off the bench within two weeks. I think he has to. All right, so now that Bones is here, you have to assume he's going to see. I mean, like, I don't even know how you play Bones on this team anymore. What is he? Honestly, Bones Highland shouldn't play a single second for the Clippers when everybody's healthy. Zero. Zero. Oh, Brandon, I agree that he's going to start. They're going to have to stop that immediately. Immediately. You can't play Westbrook and Avita Zubots at the same time. You just can't. You can't do it. Not, not with Harden out there. But Bones shouldn't play a single second for the Clippers. That dude is could not be more meaningless for this team. They don't need a guy that can only have the ball in his hands and not do anything else and be shitty on defense. He needs to just be gone now. Totally gone. His skill set is worthless on this team. So I guess we're going to get, what, like 20 minutes out of P.J. Tucker? Norm Powell's going to take a giant haircut in minutes, isn't he? I don't. Who will they? I, I think Bones is going to leave this rotation in the next week or two. For now, I'm going to project him in because I don't really have much of a choice. I don't really know how to project this team. I don't. Uh, you can't. You can't play bones any longer. You just can't. Uh, James Harden usage. Call it twenty-five. Who do I think closes when they're healthy or right now? When they're healthy, the closing lineup should be Harden, Mann, um, Harden, Mann, Kawhi, Paul George, PJ Tucker. If they can close with that five, that is to me the the best closing five they have. But ideally, I don't know. Not, certainly not Westbrook. This is about to look really, really bad for Russell Westbrook. All right, I think I'm going to have to move forward with this. That's going to be the Clippers. Tough team to project right now. Like, And clearly, we all know. We have no idea what we're doing when these guys are out there. John, I completely disagree with you. Completely disagree with you. They can't, they won't be closing with Russ in real games. They can't. They can't. You just can't. You don't want the ball in his hand. He's—he's gonna get—they're—they're—they're gonna to have to—they're gonna to see it on the floor and not have a choice. It'll absolutely—it will have to happen. I'm not saying it won't start with Russ, but they will come to the conclusion because it's going to be a tire fire. He can't be out there. He can't be out there. What does Russ bring to the table when those other three guys are out there? You can only have the one P.J. Tucker-style guy, and if that's the guy that's going to be playing defense, the other guy has to be something else. Unless Russ is going to start cutting and setting screens for the first time in 20 years. All right, Nick's side. I guess I just got to get R.J. Barrett back in. R.J. Barrett, questionable. Cool, we're doing this shit again. Thanks, Knicks. All right, let's uh, quickly reproject the next rotation. This ends up being pretty easy to do. I'm going to go 35 minutes to Jalen Brunson. We're going to go 23 to Quentin Grimes. Let's see. people like it's weird that the people that we got in like or that I got in the argument with earlier are also just going to be like no like it PJ Tucker is absolutely going to be closing <laughs> like we all just come together to like hit the the new incorrect information it's just funny to see all right Mitch. Oh, Philip, that's a good one. I'll pop that up on the screen. In the FPPM column, what does EPM stand for? EPM stands for Engelman Projection Model. Or Engelman Projection System, depending on where you see it. All right, Mitch pops in for 29. Isaiah Hartenstein goes in for 19. Julius Randle goes in for 30. God, he's been so bad. Yeah, Russ also plays for the minimum, which helps. And then finally, we need RJ Barrett in for, let's say, 33. I guess they'll be a little bit more muted here. And we get Josh Hart for 22 or something like that. We get quickly in for 23. We get DiVincenzo in for like 18. And then I just hide five more minutes on really anybody. Perfect. we can't talk in extremes like this. Will Zubach close? Yes. Of course. Their goal closer is not Avitz Zubats. All right. Um yeah, let's let's evaluate this one. All right. So if RJ Barrett is in All the Knicks kind of look similar, whether that's value Hartenstein, 84 Brunson, $8,200 Randall, $5,400 Mitchell Robinson, $6,500 RJ Barrett. They all just sort of look alike. On the Clippers side, nobody. Nobody. Clippers aren't good. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. They're really good. They're really good. I You can't play the Clippers. There's no feasible way to play the Clippers. Team 8. Utah Jazz, Chicago Bulls. I can't imagine watching this one for a single second. So, we go to Utah. Anything in the injury report for the Jazz? Uh, No. Everybody that's out for Utah is the same guys that are normally out. Uh, So, Jordan Clarkson, 32 minutes. I'm mostly okay with this rotation already, just eyeballing it here. 34 for Markkanen. I don't know why Walker Kessler's been so bad, but it's been tough to watch. Chris Dunn out of the rotation, which is interesting. Keontae George getting more and more minutes. Tucker old. His prime is done. He complains, too. Well, that's one way to evaluate it. I think everybody else is probably going to go a different way, but that is one way to evaluate it, I would say. I legitimately don't enjoy the the Horton Tucker experience. 32 for Collins. Like where are all these minutes going? Just don't I hate this Utah team. I hope nobody looks good for Utah, but they might, because it's Chicago. Jake, I'm not sure you understand that the Clippers are trying to win a championship today and not develop 26-year-old centers. John P., are you saying that in regards to Kessler? Because if that's true, that's fine. But like this team will always be dog shit then. And I'd say that as a guy that likes John Collins. But you can't have John Collins play defense. For the Bulls. uh, Alonzo not going to make it today. Uh, Caruso probable. Dasunmu questionable. Patrick Williams probable. So standard issue Chicago rotation? Although last time uh, we have to take some minutes away from Carter to get the Sumu back in the rotation. 24 for Caruso, probably too many. 30 for Kobe White, really just feels disgusting. Everything else here is going to be fine. Easy one, I guess, here. Uh, I like Chicago. Uh, $3,700 Patrick Williams. Does he need a... No, he does not need a minute discount. $7,200 DeRozan. $7,500 Vooch. $7,600 Levine. Like, one of those dudes is going to look good. I don't mind Chicago, but it's not going to be a fun experience. At all. Can we go to Utah. Uh, 6K Clarkson, 0.88 fantasy points per minute uh, so far this season. I got him in for 0.91 if he's 6K. Look, for him to hit 7X, that's 42 fantasy points. Like, he's just live to score, you know, 26 raw points. And then it just doesn't take much. If If we get lucky enough to get Denver Boston in the finals with everybody healthy. I think that goes down as one of the better series in the history of basketball when all is said and done, but you got to remember we, we we would have had the whole regular season build to it. And then both teams get through the playoffs. If we get Denver Boston, that is going to feel like golden state Cleveland did. That's going to be like, two really crazy high-level teams. I'm very nervous about what ends up happening. I I just don't want... I know injuries are going to be the problem. I just don't want that to be the problem. But if we can get to Denver-Boston, that is going to feel like an epic, epic, epic NBA Finals. If, If you don't get pumped for that, you are not a basketball fan. Because assuming Boston makes the finals, it means what they've been doing so far this season has continued to happen now and through the playoffs, and that's terrifying. Yeah, s I just... I don't know what they can do to do that. I just don't know what the move is. I think they need the full offseason. All right, Sacramento Kings... In Houston, 218 total. Is that the real line? Is it just Fox? <laughs> Is it just Fox? So the Sacramento Kings are one and a half point dogs in Houston today. In Houston. Houston as in the Rockets. That's a team with a negative 3.5 point differential. Bottom 10 team in offense and defense. Nuts. Nuts nuts nuts. All right, so for Sacramento, uh I I mean not much to change from the last time other than like recalibration purposes i'm going to stick with 34 to sabonis and 14 to Javale. i went 29 to davion mitchell played that in the first one went to 26 in the other Uh, i'm going to maintain 29 i I doubt it matters uh 30 for kevin herter not quite we're gonna pull those minutes down quite a bit we'll go to 26 malik monk 25 uh is playing but not nearly as much as you would expect keegan murray is definitely going to need more another minute chris duarte could probably grab another minute 33 for the barnacle of the bay seems okay so who are we missing oh colby jones So let's take a couple more minutes off of Zenkoff, Bump up Colby Jones. And we'll call it there for Sacramento. And then for Houston. What do we need to know? Tari Eason still out. Victor Oladipo and no Amon Thompson. So that's pretty easy to manage. Really a shame Tari Eason's out. I'm a fan. Uh, 35 for Van Vliet, sure. 34 for Jalen Green, sure. 32 for Dylan Brooks, that can go up. 34. Oh yeah, no, I'm in Thompson. 32 for Jabari Smith, sure. 33 for Alperin Sengun, sure. Jeff Green gets back up run, not really. Maybe we make that 14 or 13, Doc Landale continues to play, you know, your standard issue backup run. Jayshon Tate is now seeing a couple extra minutes. Reggie Bullock is not seeing minutes. Aaron Holiday, now a part of the rotation. We'll get him up to 18. And then I need to hide nine minutes on... Doesn't matter. So Reggie Bullock, on down. All right, that's the Houston side of this one. I mean, hard to not want to get to a couple different pieces of Houston here, especially against interesting low total. I guess the pace is just that much different for Sacramento with no Fox. 218 total, but, I mean, the defense for Sacramento is going to be dreadful. Um, Shingun, Brooks, Van Vliet, Jabari Smith, Jalen Green. Uh, I, I think you can get to every one of the starters for Houston and be pretty happy about it. MPE on Dylan Brooks, 6,400 for Jalen Green. Like, at some point, you have to assume Jalen Green stops being a 0. 0.8 fantasy point per minute guy. Jabari Smith has been solid. Ben Bleet at 1.05 to 1.1. 1. 1. He looks good at 7,500. You know, you're getting a really nice position in price on Dylan Brooks. 0.85 fantasy points per minute. Brooks has been smart for Houston so far. Uh, Tate as a last piece in is completely impossible. Uh, Full stop, zero shares of Tate. So don't even think to do that. Sacramento. I don't know if I'm going to anybody. It's probably like Chris Duarte, thirty-seven hundred shooting guard, small forward. There's no chance I'm playing Davion Mitchell, fifty-seven hundred for Monk is not all that appealing. Keegan Murray's okay. Sabonis at ten-one. Like you're just gonna find better ways to spend that salary. I probably won't have anything from Sacramento. But if it is, it's probably Duarte. Other than that, I, I just it's not it's not good. It's not good at all. Three to go. Boston and Minnesota. Fun game, I guess. I don't know if anybody's out. Uh for Boston. Derek White, probable. So everybody's in. Minnesota, everybody's in. So this is just standard. Coach Chris, there's no reason to call yourself a scrub. You can play stars and just good plays, too. All right, for Boston. I, I mean, there, there's no way this rotation's changing, right? Derek White, 33 minutes. I guess we bring that down to 31. 24 for Al. Sure. 32 for Zinger. Sure. I mean, these guys are just so damn good. 36 for Tatum, 34 for Jalen Brown. Yeah, all of this looks fine to me. Minnesota side, probably going to look the same, I guess. Ant for 35, Mike Conley for 30 seems okay. I'll make that 29 just so I don't get too much Mike Conley. Uh, Gobert for 32. Towns for 34. I think all that makes, makes sense if you're trying to play a competitive game. Nas Reed, 22. Can't really change that. Slow-mo for 24. 28 for McDaniels. Okay, McDaniels has not been playing that many minutes. So we're going to bring him down. Let him ramp up a bit. We'll give two more to slow mo, and then uh, I'm gonna hide two on Troy Brown. Can't imagine we like Minnesota here just because of the defense, but they do have some decent point per dollar options. You know, Rudy Gobert's 6600. That's a that's a great price. It really is. I mean, these, we're talking about a guy probably projected for a double-double that has some stock upside. 4,700 for Nas Reed just feels hard on this slate, but you know he's one set of foul trouble away from getting a little bit of a bump in playing time. Conley sub-5K, 0.85 to 0.9 fantasy points per minute. I can see it. Bad day for him, though. Kyle Anderson's tough sell. It's probably Towns. 8,100, like 8,900 for Ant is a tough sell i think towns for 8100 looks pretty good it's watching the relationship between carl anthony town's ownership and julius Randle's ownership will be interesting because they're basically the same play tonight in terms of salary and position kind of like minnesota on boston you play nobody if you want anybody it's porzingis at 7900 but i don't know how you do it they're just too good All right, Atlanta Hawks, three-and-a-half-point favorites in OKC. Everybody that's normally available for Atlanta is. We still don't have Shea, which really sucks, like, a lot, a lot. I really wanted them to pick up that win against Golden State, too, but unfortunately, no dice. So Atlanta should be relatively easy to project. Last Atlanta game was the fourth So on the fourth against New Orleans. All right, Jalen Johnson started again. Played 35 minutes. Capella, 25 a game. Onyeko Kongu, 22 a game. I'm going to go 26-22. I got Jalen Johnson in for 28. Feels like that needs to be 30. I have Sadiq Bey in for 28. That feels like it needs to be 27. 35 for Trey? Sure. 35 for DeJounte? Sure. 30 here. Bogdan, 24. All right. Atlanta's easy. Shea or Halliburton? I would rather have Shea. But it's way more of a decision than I ever thought it was going to be. All right. Oklahoma City side. It's just no Shay. So same rotation we got other than figuring out who all the randoms are. We got... 30 minutes out of Chet is going to be okay for me here. 15 out of Usman Jang. His minute's coming down now that Jalen Williams is back. Dork for 32. Giddy for 33. Kaysen Wallace ended up playing 36 minutes. Seems like we need to get him up to 30. Wiggins' minutes seems fine. 24 for Joe. We'll go 25 to Joe. Misich played 12. Let's maintain that. Still have 14 left over. I guess I am just going to leave those on... Usman Jang. I don't have any rates to change. This is all the same team that we projected before. What do we got here then by the way 303 people here shout out to the 303 people we hit that like button we're at 129 i'd love to see us get north of 150. tim it's not it's the exact opposite it's the easiest sport to project if I'm going to anybody today, it's going to be Jalen Williams without the Y. $6,700 power forward. I played an absolute shit ton of them a couple nights ago, and I don't really see the reason why I wouldn't be doing that today. He's going to play the minutes. The rates are all there when Shea's not on the floor. So give me Jalen Williams at 6700 You can make a case for Case and Wallace, but .63 so far, not ideal. I'm going to like Chet again at 7,700. He played really well on Friday, but I doubt I'll be able to get to him. On the Atlanta end, no one will play him, but 4,500 for Sadiq Bay is very interesting. Because he's got the MPE. It's 5,600 for Jalen Johnson. Like, He looks fine, too. Don't get me wrong. Capella, if you're trying to grab one of the centers, I think it's Capella, but I don't know how fun that's going to be. Good matchup for Capella, though. Really good matchup for Capella, actually. A little bit to like here for Atlanta, but nothing crazy. Let's close it out. Final game. Thanks for being here, folks. One final reminder. NBA treat. You see the banner at the top of the screen. $4.99. Gets you the lineup generator for a week. I talked about it at the beginning. Links are in the description. Sign up. Come join us. This is the perfect tool for somebody that's playing only a couple lineups each night. Now, we close this one out. New Orleans Pelicans in Denver. Six and a half point dogs. Two twenty-three total. Uh, for the Pels, no Alvarado, no Najee Marshall, no Trey Murphy, and now... No CJ McCollum, collapsed lung. Uh, Jamal Murray also out for the Nuggets. So a couple things that we'll need to change here. I Got to do the whole New Orleans rotation and rates again. I think the last game that played had no Zion and no Brandon Ingram. And now those guys are both in and CJ is out. So we'll start at center for New Orleans. And we're going to go ahead and get Val in for 26 minutes. And then we are going to get Larry Nance in for 18 minutes. And then we're going to get Zion in for 32. After that, we're going to go... Hmm... How do we want to trickle this down? Let's go 18 minutes to Kira Lewis. Let's get Brandon Ingram in for 34. We'll get Matt Ryan in for 20. We'll get Herb Jones in for 33. Then we get Dyson Daniels in for 24, 26. Uh, Lavender Jones, do not play Jalen Smith at 4,200. That's my best advice for you. We're going to get, what, like 24 minutes out of Jordan Hawkins here? I don't know what they're going to do with this rotation. That's nine guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No CJ. Does anybody step into this rotation? That's where I guess it starts to get squirrely. Don't know where to put these minutes. You well, know, I guess maybe that playing time is there to get to Dyson Daniels a little bit more. I'm gonna hide eight minutes on this uh Sebron character. Just because I do need to grab usage rates, unfortunately. So this is the first team that we actually needed to look at rates because it matters. CJ off. CJ off with games. I mean, isn't it going to be the biggest sample size in the world? But games where Zion and BI played with CJ off. It's not going to be big, but we need to know. 15 games. BI in that time has a 30% usage rate. We will maintain that. Zion, only 137 minutes in this scenario. Insanity to think about. 28% usage. That looks good. I assume Ingram gets a big uh, assist rate bump. Yeah, he sure does. Sure does. Ken, thanks for being here. Have a good day. Eighties floor is so ridiculously not even close to 60. That is an insane statement to make. Insane. Does Zion's assist rate go anywhere? Nope, not really. All right, that's going to be New Orleans. Now we flip this over to the Denver side. Or Denver, now that we don't have Murray, really does make a difference here. I'm guessing they start Reggie Jackson. And I'm guessing Reggie Jackson's price is not going to be ready for this. Lavender, why are you trying to play the backup center for the Pacers on a 12-game slate? He'll be less than 1% owned. God, the, you honestly, we here it is. I'm going to boil down DFS. The easiest way to be better at NBA DFS is to stop thinking that you should be playing guys like Jalen Smith. Just play the best players. I know that sounds ridiculous. The highest owned guys are the guys you should be playing. Find a way to make your lineup better elsewhere. But most of your lineup decisions are made by the fact that we already know who the good plays are. Trying to unearth Jalen Smith on a day where there are like, Seven dudes per team at 24. There's like 120 different dudes you can play. Charles, that's an insane take. 30 for Reggie Jackson, man. Good stuff. I assume we're not changing too much of the rest of this rotation. I know Jokic is probably insane from a rate change. So that's gonna be what then? Colin Gillespie? Yeah. Gillespie stepping into some additional run. Christian Brown can probably see an extra minute. The 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 thought process of being contrarian is just, it's so lost on people. It's not, you don't have to be that, contrarianism is so not that much. It's it's one or two spots at best. Now, if Miles Turner ends up out, then yeah, like Jalen Smith looks a little bit better, but we do not need normally priced backups. Strother, I guess, can get a couple extra minutes. We got to remember, guys. Oh, like, there's just so many plays today. (laughs) So many plays. I guess I'm just going to hide four minutes on uh, Jalen Pickett here. I got to grab Denver rates, too. It's crazy how this final game works. So what we need to do is say games where Jamal Murray did not play. And then games where I'm going to say Gordon, Jokic, MPJ, at least two of those guys were available. Yeah, S&P. That's a pretty good way to describe it. It's it's way easier to be contrarian for star players. It's a lot easier because those guys have high ceiling performances. It's a lot easier to say like, I don't need the 25% owned Nikola Jokic. I'm going to go to the 10% owned Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. That's a more contrarian option that makes some sense. But if you just want to switch like, some 4200 power forward center to another 4200 power center that's uh, that's power forward center that's tough all right so for denver in these situations only 10 games where uh murray didn't play and those guys did Jokic 27 and percent usage rate there but assist rate is basically the same I don't have much to change here I don't have much to change here look Jokic is Jokic 11-6 today against New Orleans for sure I'm in I'll, I'll happily take that doubt I get much they priced Reggie Jackson up to 5,500, so he's going to be a fine play, but not a priority play. Reggie Jackson, 4,200 on FanDuel is the dude you need to get to. We're on the Pell's end, EI for 8K. Shooting guard, small forward. It's the only guy you really want from the Pelicans. Let's run some crunches and figure this out. Guys, thanks for being here. Fun day. I'm happy to go a little bit longer today too just because we know we're not gonna be here tomorrow no basketball we just get to relax we get to go out and vote I might vote a couple times with all this free time you know that seems like a good idea all righty then let's grab the projections and let's see where we stand on DraftKings for today folks if you haven't hit the like button yet please Do so now. 328 people. We've been going for almost two hours. I love it, guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we'll look at optimals first. And to do that, let's go ahead and boom. Perfect. Here we go. First up is optimals, DraftKings, 274.1. This is the optimal by 0.3. Markel Fultz, we don't know if he's playing, Malachi Branham, Kelly Oubre, Patrick Williams, Goga, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Williams, and Joel Embiid. Can't say I hate that. That looks good. I do like the fact that it it got to Embiid. It means that that path is out there pretty easily. If I were to run 50 lineups, how many people are in it? Will we get Goga and Jalen Williams in everything? I'm going to just... I'll probably end up reducing Jalen Williams, but he is going to be my number one dude today. I'm like quite confident in it. Goga and Jalen Williams ended up in everything. Uh, Joel Embiid, 94%. Then it drops to 72% for Maxi. Then you get to the 50s for Malachi Brandom. So kind of a four-horse race at the top. Oh, I didn't know I could make that wider. That's interesting. All right, let's see what it looks like if we throw some randomness on it. 100% randomness, 150 lineups. Let's go. What does that look like? Okay, so yeah, that makes it... While there are some standout point-per-dollar plays, there aren't slate-breaking point-per-dollar plays. Jalen Williams is my top dude. Goga Batadze, second. Maxi Fultz, Jabari Smith. And then look, I mean, it just flattens out. Malachi Branham, Kyle Anderson, Brooks, Green, Van Vliet, just a giant pack of uh, Rockets dudes. Uh, Just to check. In those 150 lineups, uh, Jalen Smith showed up precisely zero times. So now we go to FanDuel. Let's check out FanDuel. Alright, boom. FanDuel projections in. FanDuel optimal lineup crunched. 315.71. Did I not select the right slate? Okay, this one's going to get weird. Optimal lineup by point 45 Giddy Dame Kaysen Wallace, Clay Thompson, Jalen Williams, Bruce Brown, Giannis, Zach Collins, and Goga Batadze. That's kind of interesting. I ran, if I run 50 without any randomness, Giannis is in 98% of those lineups. So 49. Kaysen Wallace is 4,200. Gogo Batadze at 88%. Jalen Williams at 88%. Reggie Jackson is at 80. Josh Giddy's at 70. Hard to not like the Thunder here. The value for Reggie Jackson looks good, but I think because of Giannis's position, he's really easy to get to. Let's see what it looks like when we throw randomness on, though. s p you're crazy, man. He's just going to be the greatest player in the history of players. Look, Cason Wallace on FanDuel is going to be that value dude for you. If he's going to be able to play 30 minutes, we're going to learn some things. It didn't go well in 36 minutes getting uh, 16 fantasy points, but I think facing Atlanta will be a little bit better than facing Golden State. Reggie Jackson, Josh Giddy, Clay Thompson popping for... He must have like a dumb price. Yeah, 5,200, 5,400 for Clay has been bad. You know he's going to get one of those days where he's not. Isaiah Stewart, Jalen Williams, Zach Collins, Goga, Brandon Ingram. Hard slate right now. There's not a lot of obvious stuff. We're going to need some value throughout the day. But for now, guys, we're done. That's going to do it for the process. To the 314 people that are here, thank you for being here. Make sure you're liking and subscribing to the channel. Reminder, we are not here tomorrow. No NBA games. So I will see you guys again Wednesday morning, but I'll be back for the strategy show with Adam in an hour and a half. So see you in a bit, guys. This was The Process.